sight. Caterpillar to a butterfly. It's green and growing with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. Welcome to Green and Growing here on 95.5 WSB. Happy to be along with you live in studio in Midtown Atlanta. It's going to be busy downtown this weekend for sure. Surely you've been listening to um, Mike Shields' traffic reports and Channel 2 Action News has been telling us all morning long too. So many events. There's like Supercross and there's the Olympic trials and a road race that's going to shut things down in a little while and a Hawks game and just a lot going on downtown. So we hope you are just listening from the comfort of your home and you're not in traffic you're just starting your morning appreciate you tuning in to 95.5 wsb as promised i've got brian albini from pike nursery in studio with me for the next couple of hours we really are looking to help people who are just kind of stuck they're in a rut or they're ready for something new with landscape design and installation he is a landscape architect who will be able to answer your questions so that's going to be fun a little bit of free advice here this morning for sure so 404-872-0750 but in this hour every weekend i do the celebrity gardener segment right so that's where i can actually talk to a well-known atlanta personality or politician or even someone in radio those are those are really easy people to find around here they're they're a dime a dozen so this week i had a great time sitting down to chat with Eric Erickson. Welcome back to Green and Growing on 95.5 WSB Celebrity Gardener, a segment that I really enjoy, look forward to every Saturday morning at this time. And I didn't have to go far for this weekend's Celebrity Gardener. Eric Erickson joins me in studio, host of The Eric Erickson Show and Atlanta's Evening News when you tune in on your drive home Monday through Friday. Hey! How are you? Good Saturday morning. Good morning. You got up early. You drove down here on a Saturday morning. I really appreciate it. I Listen, I'm always happy to do anything for you. Thank you, Eric. I understand and follow you on social media, which I think everyone should do. E.W. Erickson. E.W. Erickson everywhere. Yes. Yep. See, it's consistent. My, my social media is not <laughs> consistent. And I have hard enough time remembering handles, passwords. Oh, yeah. So that keeps it easy. So you're a cook. I am. You enjoy food. You enjoy cooking. My first garden question for you have you ever or would you enjoy growing your own herbs? I do. Do you? Yes. Uh, I grow, keep in the back, a rosemary, basil, parsley, oregano, thyme, marjoram. Uh, we've done a few other things. But, you know, so I, I use thyme for red beans and rice, and a lot of Cajun food has thyme in it. Rosemary for some of my Italian stuff. I, I love to, I've got a recipe where I, I butterfly a pork loin and then mix uh, Parmesan and rosemary and spinach Yum. and roll it up and, and cook it in the oven or on a rotisserie. Oh uh, so use fresh rosemary for that. Uh, oregano, obviously, I make a lot of Italian stuff. My wife likes um, marjoram in a chicken salad that she makes, that so I grow it. That I've never cooked with. Okay. Yeah. Um, that one kind of, eh, I'm, I'm not a big fan, but she loves it. Uh, what else do I grow? Um, a lot, just a bunch of herbs primarily, and then okra for gumbo. And there are flavored times as well, like yeah. Lemon there's lemon thyme. I actually at one point was going through the whole mixed drink period and would grow <laughs> lemon thyme for a cocktail, but I'm not really a cocktail drinker. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, bourbon. Yeah. Sometimes. Listen, I, I just my wife actually grows mint to make mint juleps, and she grows a variety of mints depending on what mood strikes her and. We have to keep it in a pot so it doesn't take over the yard. All of your food interest, interest right there that you just listed indicate to me, I know you've lived all around the world, but admit you're a true Southerner. 
Oh, I, I totally am. I mean, I grew up in Dubai, but yeah, I've before I was allowed to leave Louisiana, my mom made me learn how to make red beans and rice, jambalaya, and gumbo. Mm-hmm. And so now even, I mean, I, I, we, I've discovered this thing called an earth box, which is fantastic. It, it, you cover it. It's really explanatory. It comes with all the, the soil and the fertilizer you need and an irrigation system. It's great. And so this past year, we did fresh corn. My wife did not believe the thing would grow corn, and it did. How tall we did had, it get? Oh, it got, I mean, taller than me. It was six, seven feet tall corn, great big ears of corn. Now, there were only, I guess we did 10 stalks in, in the box, but it produced enough corn that we had it a couple of times. And then wow. tomatoes and the freaking squirrels ate all the tomatoes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they they they, they well done. In yes, they them. do. But uh, the okra, I do okra for gumbo, and because okra comes out and it's not gumbo season, slice it and freeze it. And I'm thinking this year I, I need to get into like lettuces because after all the romaine stuff, I probably need to grow that myself. Yeah, that way you know where it's been. Yeah, it's not contaminated. Yep, pretty much. Okay, so did you do the corn and tomato from seed or just from, from plants? Seed. Yep, did it all from, from seed. seed. Yep. Okay, that's this is my first year starting seed. I've been to a couple of classes. And I'm getting like the fluorescent light and the heat pad and all that stuff for my basement. And that's a whole other show and a whole other segment. But that makes it sound really easy. Like, yeah, you know, it but... was because it comes with a uh, plastic cover that you put over it so it keeps it warm. For uh, it to germinate. Uh, yep, for it to germinate. I, I, I waited later in the season than a lot of people would if they were starting for seed, but I did it all outside. Uh, and, but it, it was great, and it worked really, really well. I was shocked it worked as well as it. Christy did not believe that anything would happen, and suddenly we get this corn, and she's like, okay, we got the stalks, but yeah. I'm I'm interested in the ears, and the ears were, were great. Still suspicious, yet it worked. Yep, still suspicious, yet it worked. Now, what do the kids think about growing herbs? Do they do you teach them a little bit or show them the way, or are they kind of not interested at They're this point? They're really not interested in it. Uh, my, I've got, I was a picky eater growing up. My kids are super picky eaters. And you cook so well. I know. They don't eat any of it. Oh, all yep. right. Well, if you ever have an empty plate at the house. Listen, our there. neighbors are well fed. <laughs> right. All right. So favorite plant or tree here in Georgia? You've lived in Georgia long enough. Surely you've got a favorite. Oh, I actually, if I could landscape everywhere with dogwoods and azaleas, I oh, would. I, I hate pear trees. They stink. Yeah, they do. Um, and, I, I'm, you know, Macon has so many cherry trees and they're great, but mm-hmm. over time they just kind of look bad. But man, dogwoods and azaleas, I'm, I'm totally down with those. That is Southern. Well, thank you for your time and thank you for being this weekend's Celebrity Gardener. We'll chat again. All right. Thanks. Had a great time with Eric Erickson. Thank you so much for him spending time with us this morning. 404-872-0750. Larry, I wanted to get you on real quick. Calling from Atlanta. We talked to Walter Reeves uh, last hour about what to do with leaves. you have some ideas for me? Yeah, congratulations on your uh, new position you have. Thank you. I appreciate that. But uh, I live in a high-rise. I got a, a about a 50 by 25 garden spot. And we have a magnolia tree down on the corner of the property. Love it. And the landscapers blow all the leaves up underneath the tree, and I use that in, in between my rows, and it keeps the grass from growing. Oh, there you go. Use it as a ground cover to choke out the weeds, huh? Yeah, and you can reuse them, just break up the old ones and put the new ones down every year, and then put the old ones on top of it and never have any grass in my garden. Yeah, but in, in this case, you don't want grass, right? No, no grass exactly. at all. Right. I like the sound of it. I like the sound of walking on magnolia leaves. It almost It's just a different sound than like other crunchy fall leaves. That's pretty neat. I'm kind of like Justin Wilson used to say, if there's a blade of grass in there, it belongs there. <laughs> I love it. Well, thanks for the heads up, Larry. I appreciate that. You were the second one to say we enjoy magnolia leaves. They are really cool. Have a good Saturday. 
Congratulations. Thanks. Call again soon. All right. Brian Albini, no more introduction necessary. Here you are on Green and Growing. Welcome in. Thank you, Ashley. Good to be here. We're going to have a good time today, and I've, I've done my research, and I feel like I kind of know what you guys are all about, but I can't wait to share it with the listeners. So first, tell me a little bit about you. We've got something in common. Go dogs. Go dogs. yeah. <laughs> Class of 2000, graduated from UGA. They've got an amazing landscape architecture program. Um, so always had a, a great time on campus and, and that's a great place to start. So what, what are your degrees or what was your, you know, education path at the university that brought you to where you are now? I've always had an interest in landscape. So I think I always knew, well, here's the story. I was in elementary school. Um, I saw a sugar maple. I didn't know it was a sugar maple at the time, but I saw it and it was in fall and it was beautiful orange. And I think that led me down the path of, of liking plants, liking landscape, and kind of led me in that direction. So it was a pretty pretty clear path for me. I didn't have any, there's so many of us that were art majors or this major or that major and then converted to landscape architecture. But for me, I always knew that's, that's where I was going to go. That is so cool. I had an aha moment like that too. But the fact that you can remember the very moment in mm-hmm. your life that kind of really paved the way for your future. Yeah. So what courses does one take throughout their education to become a landscape architect? It is a, it's a professional degree. And so um, to start off, you start off with some basic design courses to, to uh, get that going. You also take graphics courses so you can communicate graphically, um, drafting courses, and you take um, kind of civil engineering courses. So you learn all about grading and drainage and you learn how to, you know, design a road and um, how to grade out a road and you learn how to you know take a large tract of land and, and grade that and uh, do land planning exercises so you can uh, you know put these buildings here and the road here and those buildings there um, so it's all at a very high level and then you also take um, you take a lot of plant classes and uh, plant ID classes so there's not a ton of landscape architects that actually, get down into the, um, the nitty-gritty of, of loving plants. Um, some landscape architects just uh, like the environmental general, and mm-hmm. they, there's a lot of, I think our program now is called the School of Environment and Design. Wow. It's not the uh, landscape architecture program. It is, but that's the, the official name of the school. But it's all-encompassing. I mean, there's so much you have to think about. And you just said a lot of science and math that I'm so glad <laughs> I did not follow your path because those are two things that turned me off. That's why I thought journalism, I can read and write and talk, and, and I don't need any science and math. So that's fascinating, too. I mean, and we were talking about some areas here in Midtown Atlanta that you're familiar with as mm-hmm. far as you know landscape design and architecture go. But people don't think about how methodically planned out our communities are. Oh, yeah. And landscape architects all have a hand in that. And so it's a, it's a great place to start, whether you're a developer and needing a land plan or whether you're a, a homeowner and needing a, a landscape plan for your house. And people are familiar with the experts at Pike Nursery, too. They go above and beyond as far as the employees that they hire and the way they educate their employees and make sure that they've got a passion mm-hmm. for learning and for helping. And, and you won't, you know, at the big box stores or other places, you just go and they don't know anything about the plants that are for sale. And you, you know, have a more in-depth knowledge, too, being on the landscape design side. Mm-hmm. You also know about the plants, too. So practically, you have to know those things. Yeah. What's going to grow where? What's going to shade what out? You mm-hmm. know, I mean, if you're planting near a septic tank or something that could do some damage to someone's landscape, you've got to know that. Right. Exactly. And, you know, Pike does do an amazing job of that. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had our Learn to Grow Fair. 
And we, you know, literally shut the company down for two days. And, you know, the stores come in and it's two days of um, kind of continuing education and two days of learning about all our products. And it's an amazing company that's willing to, to educate their, um, you know, their employees and their, their partners and associates in that way. Were you there on Wednesday or Thursday? Both days. You were there both days? I missed you. I was there on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. No, I was there both days. I've got a couple of stores that I work with. And um, so wanted to, to walk around and do the fair with each store. So did one store one day and the other store the other. That that was a fun day for me. I mean, that was like 8 a.m. to probably about 3.30 in the afternoon. And mm -hmm. I'm so thankful to your company for letting me jump in on that and kind of, you know, just keep my ear to the ground. And I learned a lot. I mean, yeah. I learned so much from y'all's vendors and things, too. So that was a great day. Mm -hmm. Well, coming up, we'll have more from Brian, and we would like your calls, too. We want to help you out this morning if you need some inspiration or motivation and have some questions about what to do with your landscape, design, install, what goes where. Now's a great time to call 404-872-0750. This is Green and Growing on 95.5 WSB. We'll be back. It's Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on 95.5 WSB. The news, weather, and traffic team will be here first thing Monday morning to help you get back to work on time and informed. Now back to Green and Growing with Ashley on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Love being here with you early on a Saturday morning. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to 95.5 this morning. First, we know you want to plan your day. So a weather update brought to you by Finley Roofing today. It is going to be nice. It's going to be sunny but chilly. Highs only reaching the low 50s. Lows around 30 tonight. And then tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds. But it's going to be warmer Highs around the uh, low to mid-60s and lows only getting down to 45. So enjoy your time outside this weekend while you can because the rain showers likely at times. That comes back on Monday. So I'm in studio with Brian Albini. And Brian, you told us about your time at the University of Georgia and now with Pike Nursery. Mm -hmm. Landscape design and installation. That's a big department. That's really become a big area of growth for Pike Nursery. It is. It's a great division. We've done really well with it. And, um, it, you know, it fits hand in hand with everything we're doing in the stores. And we're... Yeah, we're just a, an extension of the store and, and bringing that knowledge out to you, almost like a, a doctor making a, a house call. You know, and I, and I met, I had so many meetings before the announcement of this show with Pike Nursery being a sponsor and really just getting back to basics and kind of reinventing the show. And one of the things that we wanted to cater to was the intimidation and the fear factor mm -hmm. that folks have about gardening, right? Right. And you probably find that when you go out and talk to customers and clients, they're like, help, I don't know. Yep. I don't know what to do. No, absolutely, all the time, and and um, you know, it it can be very intimidating. You know, people don't always know a lot about plants, and that's why we're here, and that's why we bring the the wealth of knowledge that we bring right to your doorstep. And um, you know, there's so much value in having someone come out to your house and walking with you, and looking at the property, and talking with you, getting to know with you, and and developing a relationship, um, so that we can really get down to the the uh, the crux of what you want to do um, and not design what we want, but design what you want and what you need. Um, so much of my time is whittling down. Um, okay. I, I see this great Pinterest board, but you know, here's what you need. Oh, that's the and death of people. Some ideas, some people's ideas. Yes. Here's what we can achieve. Well, coming up in the next half hour, your calls about any landscape questions you've got for Brian, 404-872-0750. And we'll begin with the basics of landscaping, why this is something you really need to consider as a homeowner. This is important to you. So all of that green and growing will be back on 95.5 WSB. Side. 
It's Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. Welcome back to Green and Growing here on 95.5 WSB. So glad you are with us on a Saturday morning live in studio. It is 736. Got another hour and a half to go. And I'm very happy to have my guest, Brian Albini, in studio from Pike Nursery. And we want you to follow along because we're talking about something that is really big right now and really relevant right now, landscape design and installation. So you follow along, pikenursery.com, and there's kind of everything you will need to... uh, Get started, really. But Brian's here to answer your questions as well, 404-872-0750. So the benefits of landscaping, Brian, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of think, folks think, well, that may not apply to me. I don't have that big of an outdoor space or whatever. But so many reasons to really do landscaping and to put more effort into that increased property value, whether or not you're selling your home, right. you're going to have to one day, right? So, yep. And uh, this was an interesting one they all pointed out to me, discouraging criminals and crime. Talk about... How you just open up your space to feel safer. So, yeah, no, there's um, there's planting the correct things to make sure you feel safe and not giving anybody any hiding spots, but also some outdoor lighting. So lighting is one of the best deterrents to to crime. So see, that's something to think about. You don't think um, you would hear crime safety tips here on the Garden Show, but you do. (laughs) There you go. Lower energy costs, Mm -hmm. which we had a great conversation with Georgia Power a week or two ago planting efficiently Mm -hmm. to protect like windbreaks and things like that. And, you know, shading when the bright sunshine is beaming in your windows, you know, y'all take all of that into account. Absolutely. Especially when it comes to patios and things like that. If you have a a south or a west facing patio, you may want some patio trees Mm -hmm. uh, right around the patio to help screen that patio, shade it so you can enjoy it in the evening hours when the sun is going down. Absolutely. And increased functionality and relaxation, of course, we all know that. That's why we escape to the outdoors. We escape to the outdoors. It's tranquil. It's relaxing. But Pike Nursery, this is something I just learned this morning and talking with you off the air. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, you're doing landscape design and I'm thinking plants and shrubs and flowers and what to put where and whatever. But I mean, going all the way to y'all are serious about relaxing living spaces outdoors. Definitely. Yeah. No, it um, I think it's it's all of our dream to come home at the end of the day. A nice new patio with maybe there's a little bubbling pot fountain or something like that in the background and you start a fire in your fire pit and the gardenias are blooming and you you got the fragrance there. So it just creates a, you know, a nice conducive uh, area to relax with some some deep seating and, you know, you just kind of let the stress wash away. So forget the man cave for now, guys, because this is what you really want. You want that outdoor living space and Pike Nursery can make that happen with like you mentioned, Brian, patios, fire pits, um, garden walks and paths mm-hmm. and all of that, just a place to enjoy the outdoors. And then really all you need to do is go back inside to get a drink, food, and then eventually go to bed. But yeah. otherwise, you're outside. Absolutely. It's the best of both worlds. You know, ah. Cheryl can have her she shed and <laughs> and men can, you know, light fires in the fire pit. So <laughs> everybody's really, happy. That is really a win-win for everybody. You're right. Yeah. And then lastly, y'all take into account, too, what positive environmental impact your work has on mm-hmm. people's spaces too, like creating a more uh, friendly environment for pollinators and mm-hmm. making sure, you know, runoff and water is directed to the right places, things like that. Yeah. And even trying to direct runoff towards the yard to where it can infiltrate within the yard and not get introduced into the streets and, you know, add to flash flooding and things like that. So if we can work that runoff to where we let it drain within the yard, that's helpful. And, you know, you get, all of the, the plants that pollinators like. And, you know, there's a lot of good 
native plants that we can use and native R's and things like that. And, um, you know, get the bees and the butterflies and host plants for our, our monarch butterflies and all the other butterflies. So we, you know, we can tailor everybody's um, uh, desires into their plan. And I've been getting a lot of uh, requests for, you know, I want, I want pollinators. That's I amazing. Want butterflies. People I want are bees. conscious of that. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we've, you know, we've got a, a lot of plants that we can use to, to make that happen. So the outdoor space, you're enjoying everything that's, you know, concrete in front of you. Sure. But just the fringe benefits too, of you're sitting out there and you've got the bird feeders too, mm -hmm. and just everything that's being drawn to your landscape. That's such a rewarding feeling. Yeah. So let's start with, and first of all, I do want to tell people, pikenursery.com, there are store locations in Georgia, in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. So do you have to live within a certain mile radius of, of locations to be able to get landscape design and installation services? Or, I mean, people are listening in South Georgia right now. What, what do we tell them? Yeah, it does have to be within a certain radius. And I don't remember if that's a 15 or 25 mile radius, but it's, it's on the website. And, you know, when you call in for a design, they can advise you on that too. But um, yes, but with, you know, however many stores we have here oh, in Metro yeah. Atlanta, we have a big uh, footprint. Absolutely. That we, can, that we can take care of. And so we do have listeners in North Carolina, too. So they've got a lot of stores and they have a new one opening really yeah. soon. So that's going to I think we just had our grand opening. It just opened maybe yesterday or the day before. Nice. So, so yeah. yeah, increasing your footprint, like you said. So how do we get started? Because I know I've, I've got the perfect spot in mind and I'll, and I'll create it for you really quickly. So my yard slopes down from mm -hmm. a cul-de-sac, right? I mean, mm -hmm. just deep slope down. And the builder years ago, Juniper, just crazy mm -hmm. Juniper everywhere. I'm sure there was an intention of, you know, runoff and all of that kind of thing. And then a weeping cherry just in the middle of this Juniper. Uh -huh. And when we moved in, you know, 10 years ago, I was like, that's beautiful. Wow, the weeping cherry. Yeah. Well, listen, it has flowers on it for like two weeks uh -huh. max. Yep. Then it gets leaves. Well, they fall off. Then mm -hmm. bagworms. Then this weeping cherry is just not my cup of tea. Yeah. I, it's actually become an enemy of mine the last few years. And Juniper is very hard to maintain because of all the weeds that can come up and thorny mm -hmm. weeds too, my goodness. So my my ideal landscape design would be rip all that out. Sorry mm -hmm. to the cherry tree, rip the juniper out. But then knowing that I have to have a plan for mm -hmm. runoff and, you know, erosion and things like that. So where would I start with you? I, I you know, know kind of what I want to do, but I've not talked to anybody at Pike Nursery. Walk yep. me through it. Okay. That's a great uh, example. So we would, uh, we'd meet, um, we'd start right away in your front yard and just walk around and you can tell me, everything that that is driving you crazy nails on a chalkboard <laughs> about the yard because you know we try and get the big picture of uh, the goal and then we can get down to nitty-gritty of plants or hardscapes or colors and things like that so with something like that and i've done this several times over where you know big juniper slope you take all the juniper out and maybe we put in just a little small boulder wall or something like that to help with the um uh, the erosion and just kind of regrade the site just a touch. And then we can, um, you know, start to plant with, uh, varieties of plants, evergreens, um, conifers, flowering, uh, some deciduous, so you get some fall color in there. Uh, so we can take it as far as, or as, um, you know, short as you want to. Now, what's the mix there when you're suggesting plants and things, give me the ratio of how often a homeowner tells you, I don't have a clue what do you want to plant there versus a homeowner, like you said earlier, with a Pinterest board coming to you? These are the exact plants and the exact mm -hmm. colors that I want. Is it probably a toss-up, 50-50? It is. It's a 50-50. Um, and, you know, neither one is wrong. Okay. Right? So 
for those that don't have any idea, you do a little bit of homework and get some sort of idea. It's kind of like having a painter come over and saying, you know, paint my walls, make it look nice. Yeah. Okay. We need more than that. Yeah, there's a lot of colors to choose from. So a little bit of an idea is great, but then we'll take it from there. And you don't have to have encyclopedic knowledge of, you know, what plant goes where. Just an idea of maybe what your style is, what your taste is. I always try and get down to, do you like more formal or informal? Do you like things to be a little bit more natural? Do you like your plantings massed? Do you like your plantings to have some separation to them? Uh, And, you know, I also tend to look around the house a little bit to kind of get some ideas for, okay, this is a very tidy person. Yeah. We want to do something that they can keep very well maintained, uh, that sort of thing. And then so you go back with all of that in your brain and you go back to the office. Tell me about the design process. Do you put pen to paper? You log on the computer? How does that start? Yeah, I start um, pen to paper. It's a very tactile experience for me where you, you know, you start to work the, the, the pencil over the paper and, um, you know, you, you get the house on there. You, so part of the process was we do a detailed base map. We measure everything out in the yard. So we measure your house, where your windows are, driveway, walkways, slopes. We base map everything out. And that's really where the design process starts. Because as you're doing that, you start to have ideas and, oh, okay, this would work here. This won't work here. Symmetry and aesthetics and all of that things Mm -hmm. that we we don't think about. We just plop a plant in the ground. But that's great. Y'all have an eye for that. Yeah. And then you take it back to the desk and you start to draw. And, you know, it's just like when you're, you know, trying to, finish an essay or a paper and you have a blank sheet of paper in front of you and you can sometimes spin your wheels, but you, you get through it and, you know, maybe there's just one picture that does it for you. You said, oh, that's it. I can kind of move from there. And, and um, that's kind of the key that unlocks the door to finish out the design and, and get everything going. So how long from the time that you're at someone's house do you get back to them with the finished design? We typically get a design back to them within a few weeks. So probably you know, a week and a half, two weeks max to get a design back. And then we start to work on the estimating process where we're estimating the plants and we have our uh, install partners that uh, estimate any of the hardscapes or site prep. Uh, and then we get pricing back. And all told, once you, you know, from the day we meet to when we can start working on the project is probably a five to six week period. Um, and then we, uh, you know, the designers are on site uh, when we get a project started to kind of review with the homeowner and the client and, and also the installers to make sure everything goes the way it's supposed to go. And at what point do you take payment from folks in this process? So we take payment for the design ahead of time. So that's something they pay over the phone, online, or, or in the store. Uh, when we do an installation, because we're on the retail side of things, we take payment for the plant material, oh, right. and we decide the uh, we assess the installation fee uh, for the actual plants, mulch, that sort of thing, everything we sell in the store. So we take care of payment for that upfront, uh, and then we get you scheduled. Um, most of our installers do a deposit of some sort, um, and then they uh, finish payment once the project's done. Okay, great. So that's that's a great process. And then really, the fun part is the installation. And you yes. just get to sit back with your lemonade or your mm-hmm. sweet tea and watch them go to work. So we're going to get more into that with Brian. Plus, your questions about landscape design and installation or just, I mean, 
I, I love c- questions from our listeners just about like structural things too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's something, yeah, they, they may know what plants they want, what trees and shrubs, things like that. But we've had calls over the years of French drains mm-hmm. and retaining walls right. and paths and all that. So Brian can really kind of walk you through some of that this morning. 404-872-0750 is the number. Brian Albini from Pike Nursery in studio with me. And you can go online, pikenursery.com and kind of start to discover their landscape design and installation and what locations are nearest mm-hmm. you. That way you kind of know what store you're going to be working with. So we hope you keep listening on Green and Growing. We'll be right back after a check of traffic and weather here on 95.5 WSB. It's got Slate. Did you know you can listen to Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca on Saturday mornings on your smart speaker? And me too, weekday mornings. Just tell your smart speaker, play 95.5 WSB. And we're on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's news and talk. Here's Ashley. Updating your weather today, brought to you by Finley Roofing. It's going to be chilly. Highs only reaching the 50s and lows in the 30s, but at least it's going to be sunny. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds. A little bit warmer. Highs around 62 and lows in the 40s. And I want to make sure you stay on task this weekend. Green. Green and growing. Ashley Frasca's top three things to do this weekend. So we're sitting here in studio with Brian Albini from Pike Nursery, and that's really giving you something big to think about, something to do in your landscape. So you may want to get on the phone or online to Pike Nursery today. So yeah, that's one. Sure. We want you to start thinking about your landscape and design and just your outdoor living spaces. How about two? Cut back most of the foliage of tattered liriope or monkey grass right now. You really want that to be lush and green in the springtime. So you can either use a mower set to its highest setting or just hand prune it. Get down on your knees and just inch along that monkey grass and cut it back. And it's really going to look beautiful later on. And third, fertilize newly planted peach trees. You can do that now, even second and third year. You just change the amount of fertilizer you use for something new. You don't want to burn it. So a good rule of thumb is a pound of 10-10-10 fertilizer and you don't have to broadcast it too far out from the trunk because the drip line and the roots haven't expanded. But the bigger the fruit trees get, you're going to want to broadcast that over a, a wider diameter for sure on the ground. So just keep those things in mind if you want to do that this weekend. So Brian, we're talking about landscape design and installation and mm-hmm. off air. We've got about a minute and a half here, but you just really said something very um, eye-opening for me too. This may seem like a lot for people, landscape design and just really coming in and doing an overhaul, mm-hmm. but there are two other tiers of options that may be either more affordable or just, you know, maybe for a smaller space or a certain client, two other options that folks have through Pike too. Yeah, we, you know, we offer a pick and plant service where it, that's the client that, you know, knows, okay, I want three distillium. I want it right here at the foundation. I just don't want to dig the hole. So come on in and you can buy the the, the plant and pay for the installation and all the amendments and all that. And, um, you know, we'll get, we'll get it installed for you. Uh, the second is a consultation service where, you know, maybe, you know, you've got some plants that are struggling, you're not quite sure what's going on with them. And, and um, you know, maybe you might want one of something here. So if you just need someone to come out and, and walk with you and, and talk with you, then we have store associates that you can schedule to come out and do that. And just uh, an hour or two consultation. Yeah, it's just a, a little hour or two. You know, a design isn't produced. It's not a design service. Um, but it's something where it kind of fits that need of, hey, I don't need four hours of a designer's time. I just need a little bit of time here. So there's something for everybody here with, with the landscape part of what Pike Nursery does. Yeah, mm-hmm. you go in there to buy your plants and all of your 
tools and fertilizers and things like that, but there is so much more. So I want to share all of that with you in the 8 o'clock hour. Brian is going to stick around. Very thankful for that. We'll also talk to Nancy in Atlanta, Peg and Tucker, and hopefully you, 404-872-0750. You're listening to Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca on WSB. Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdrafts up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply.